I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. The 
but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the solemnest they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. You sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I remember one Christmas that wasn't too good. It was pretty lousy. I've got a little Christmas story. I'm sorry, but it's sad. It'll either break your heart in two or make you scratch your head. A few years ago on Christmas Eve, Santa was at our house. He must have been tired because he laid down for a minute on our couch. 
He jumped up in a hurry, checked all his reindeer, flew off into the darkness, they were scratching from ear to ear. It was the loudest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratching itch and combed our hair and we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore, don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones that gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice. They's late getting back to the North Pole, it took them three or four days. They scratched and itch the doggone much, they almost lost their way. Santa Claus shaved all his hair off, and he shaved his whiskers too. When he shaved the hair off all the reindeer, Rudolph's nose turned blue. It was the lousiest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratched and itch and combed our hair, we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to her house anymore, don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones that gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice. We wrote Santa Claus a letter. He called us on the phone. Said he'd drop our presents in the yard, but he wouldn't come in our home. So every year on Christmas Eve, out in the snow and ice, he drops him presents in the yard cause he don't want to catch no lice. Was the lousiest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratched this and combed our hair, we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore, don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones that gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice. Now you heard our Christmas story, I told you it was sad. I know it's about to kill you, so go on and scratch your head. to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the bacon with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. First, it wasn't very funny. I mean, he did have a good line in there. But yeah. It wasn't the funniest it Christmas song It wasn't the funniest Christmas song ever. I've heard funnier. Which is how it's advertised. Yes. That on YouTube is the funniest Christmas song ever. No, it really... No. It was comical. It was, it got a giggle, but that was about it. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the funniest. I mean, who are you to define something the funniest anyway? And lice, really? I mean, that's the I best. mean, I understand that it's lousy because lice are louse, but you know. I mean, I would have wished the, the, the fleas of a thousand camels to infest your hair instead of fucking lice. Isn't that the same thing? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> oh, actually, Shit. all right. A, a very most people don't know this about lice. Most people think that lice are actually attracted to dirty hair. That if you have lice, that you're dirty. But that's not actually true. Actually, lice are attracted to clean hair. Lice stick to clean hair. If your hair is dirty, the mm. lice won't really come anywhere near you because <laughs> they don't even like your dirty ass. See no, that? No, actually, lice um lice sticks to clean hair so that's why washing your hair doesn't get rid of lice it's why you got to shave your head or use ivermectin <laughs> fenbendazole that's literally what they put on your head to get rid of lice or any of the yeah you know, i mean it's, or, it's a it's a, a liquid-based fenbendazole yes you know. exactly yeah. <laughs> go figure 
Go figure. I was just on the phone with Jen just before the show, Jenna Seppi, um, explaining to her the, because Liam's going through the same thing. In fact, we were kind of going back and forth because today's our Oldest son's kid's birthday. birthday and we were supposed to have birthday dinner at my mom's house this evening. So we were like, do we start the show early? Do we cut it short? Do we not do it at all? But the little one is still straight up throwing up and basically pissing up both ends. Um, it's so delicate how you put that. Yeah. I just want to, you know, just wanted to say your bedside manner would give it a 10 out of 10 for me. I know. It's like when he came in last night and he's like, I puked. And I said, did you puke in the toilet? <laughs> yes. Good. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> did you miss? It's a big bowl. Hard to miss that one. Standing over it. But I explained, you know, I, I gave him, I'd given him Fenben, um, or actually I gave him Ivermectin, uh, four days ago or he, and he needs another, I had given it to him. And then I waited four days and I should have only waited three days before I gave him another one. Because when you take Ivermectin or Fenben and in two days you feel better because it's killed off all the parasites. However, as those parasites die, the very last thing they do is lay a whole bunch of eggs and those take three to four days to hatch. So in five days, you're fucked again. So that's why you need to take it every three to four days for the first month if you're really sick and then taper it down, like take take it once a week for a month and then take it um, every other week for a month and then go down to once a month for maintenance. But if you don't get ahead of it, then it's, it's going to end up so much worse because then you have exponentially more parasites than what you started with. You got to kill them all. And they're little babies too. Sorry. It's what it is. But if you do a combination of just drinking distilled water. It flushes everything using out. Using the, the Fenben, eating right, yep. doing all of that shit. You, not eating processed food, knowing where your food comes from before you put it in, in your mouth. Yeah. That's all important shit. And if you do all of that shit first, you don't have to worry about really getting sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because um, it's... Uh... I think we start with him. I think so too. Because that was like, that was the one we saw as soon as the show ended last night. And I was like, huh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. someone else, I, um, our, uh, I don't know, I call, kind of call her our, call her our mystery researcher, self assigned producer. Okay. <laughs> um, Debbie sends me clips all day long and I freaking love it. So, and a lot of the ones that she sends me, Mick has already sent me or I've already found, but there's a couple of gems in there that are just fabulous. So keep it coming. I appreciate it. Uh, so this one she had sent to me, but we had also watched this last night. So anyway. And I thought we'd just start here. Yeah, because it's so true. This this will make you. Now, he doesn't it's quite make you go. say, and maybe because he's on TikTok and he's censoring himself a little bit, but there's just a, he stops just shy of saying it. What it is. Yeah. But you can figure it out. Or would it? So am I the only one that like looks around? I know I'm not. The ones that know, know, you know. And say to yourself, what the fuck is going on? Like really what's going on here in America, around the world, what they put us through for the last four years, hardcore, and prior to that, they still put us through shit.
Like nothing seems the same. We know that nothing feels the same. Christmas don't feel the same. Holidays don't feel the same. Normal things, nothing feels right. Something's off. It's off. And don't you feel that something is close, but you can't put your finger on it? It's something that's going to radically change the world, like radically change things. You could feel it. You could feel it. Uh, you don't know if it's going to be a natural occurring, global, cataclysmic event, a man-made cataclysmic event. Power grid going down. A real pandemic. I mean, a real pandemic sweeping the world. A global civil war. And we also know that certain individuals, we know this, will stop a certain somebody from being in power again. And they would, they would put the entire world in jeopardy to fulfill that. That sits in my gut hard. And I think about that constantly, like, because the, they're not looking good on that side. And I believe that this is good versus evil, light versus dark. It's so obvious. You can see who's involved with the dark side. You can see who supports the dark side, who pushes the dark side's agenda. You can see who doesn't. And those people that don't get vilified, ostracized, labeled things, don't do anything. They're accused of things while the dark side constantly does things and gets away with it it's good versus evil it's light versus dark so i know other people feel this christmas don't feel like it does not feel like it's christmas and wasn't it just halloween time is going at a rapid 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 pace unlike any other time i could remember so what's really going on? Like I said, if you know, you know. There's no conspiracy because us conspiracy theorists, that's what we're labeled. People that can see things, observe things, and then they happen. And people that call you conspiracy theorists, they're like, oh, you know, well, maybe that happened. Yeah. So you, if you know, you know. Leave a comment. Ciao, ciao. Now, now minus, minus the fact that gentlemen may be gayer than AIDS, and that is not for me to decide or not decide that might be or he's um, just or from, is it maybe he's he just from new york maybe he is a tweaker maybe he is a tweaker i, I don't know or he's just a millennial but from forget north. who's giving the message let's start turning the mirror around and see who's receiving the message because that's the question you all know it's there i mean i'm not talking to you guys in the chats obviously because you guys are in here every night but for the other people that are maybe focused on some other shit right now and they haven't been paying attention to this, maybe this is what you start focusing on. Because folks, if you do not believe that the first shot fired in this war was not fired yesterday, you are higher than a kite. No, that wasn't the first because shot. That if, was like the 172nd shot. If, if eh, No, stop. If you think that we the people, and this message is not to the citizens of this country. This message is directly aimed at the government of this country.
Understand if you think that we're going to sit here again and let you decide what's good for we the people, you are higher than a kite and you need to start giving me some of them good drugs because I ain't getting the good shit at the VA. I need them good shits because we got to get on the same level of high. And I guarantee I can outsmoke you. Put money on it. Put fucking money on it. So I guarantee they are not aware of this yet. They do not believe. They believe that we're going to sit down and take this. They believe America is going to just sit there and, oh, yeah, Trump can't be on the ballot in Colorado. Okay. Trump can't be on the ballot in Colorado. Tell me something. Where are you, Republican governors? Where are you, Ron DeSantis's? Oh, that's right. He said he went against what Vivek said. Vivek said he was going to pull his name if Donald Trump wasn't allowed to run in Colorado. Ron said no. Ron said no. No, I'm going to. Nope, not me. Uh, I'm going to pr- protect, protect my political career, my political ass. Um, one more time, loyalty. Loyalty is everything in my world. So. Not only is he a high-heeled boot-wearing fucking homo, but he's also an unloyal fuck. Well, let's get to that. That might might as well be death. Let's start here with um, Trump getting pulled off the ballot in Colorado. Let's see what the MSDNC had to uh, crow about. Colorado Supreme Court um, ruling that Donald Trump has now been disqualified from being on the primary ballot for the GOP. Again, this breaking news out of Colorado. Donald Trump, as we know, um, is now was fighting to be able to be on that primary ballot. The uh, Colorado Supreme Court now issuing a 200 something page opinion that we've just got. And we're gonna go back to Christy Christy Greenberg and Hugo Lowell. I know, guys, you haven't had a chance to look at it. We're looking at it right now. It's 217 pages. But, Christy, I want to start with you on this particular issue. This is not the first state that there's been an attempt to be able to disqualify Trump being able to be on the ballot. But what's intriguing about it is that it's now being done in a way where the judicial system is having a say in terms of whether or not somebody can be on a ballot. Your thoughts about what we're hearing coming out of Colorado at this time? Well, it's, it is an interesting decision because the Colorado district judge, uh, Sarah Wallace, last month when she made her decision, she had a really puzzling decision where she found, based on the evidence, that Trump had engaged in insurrection, but essentially said, well, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, it doesn't apply to presidents. He's, he's not an officer uh, such that it applies to him, which was a really odd result. So when that was appealed, I think a lot of people had been scratching their heads. Not an odd result. Oh, bitch, 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 please. I I love stupid, stupid people. I really do. All right. So let's talk about the 14th Amendment. I'm going to read it just so you're all aware of what the 14th Amendment says. The 14th Amendment says, Section 1, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state where they, where in which they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law that shall abridge the privileges or uh, immunity. 
Immunities. Immunities of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person to life, liberty, or property without the proce- uh, without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Section 2. Representatives shall not be... Uh, or shall be apportioned among several states according to their representative numbers, respective numbers, numbers, counting the whole number of person in each state, excluding Indians, not taxed. But when the right to vote at any election for the choice of electors for president or vice president of the United States, representatives in Congress, the executive and judicial officers of the state or members of the legislature thereof is denied to any of male inhabitants of such state being 21 years of age and a citizen of the United States or in a in any way abridged except for participation in rebellion or other crime, the basis of representation therein shall be reduced in the proportion which the number of such male citizens shall bear to the whole number of the male citizen 21 years uh, of age in each state. Number three. No person shall be a senator or a representative of Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or an officer of the United States or any member of a state legislature or an executive or judicial officer of any state, to have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against against the same or given aid to the or comfort to the enemies thereof but congress may by two-thirds vote of each house remove such disability so okay hold on well first off that disqualifies Kamala. let's let's go ahead and talk about this because this is the part they're talking about section three Kamala gave aid and comfort to um people first, rebelling against the united states no person shall be a senator or a representative of congress Hun, is Donald Trump a senator or a representative of Congress? No. Is he ele- an elector of president or vice president? Yes. No. Oh, an elector. He is not of an elector of no. No, president no, he is or not vice president. Elector of president or vice president. Did he hold any office of a civil or military under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or any member of state legislature or an executive or judicial officer of any state, to support the Constitution of the United States who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemy thereof okay well hold on it depends on how you define officer of the united states but here's here's that here's what she's talking about nope because and here's the semantics of it so it says having sworn an oath to support the constitution of the united states correct the president doesn't swear an oath to support the constitution of the united states the president swears the oath to Defend. Defend so, the Constitution of the Stop. United States. There's our, no, this is the point. Where's the big green legal book? It's over there. Shit. Look, the point is, is that there's already, there's already precedent on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's already, it was de- defined in a court case that took place in 18, I want to say 1898. And the Supreme Court or the highest court of the land at the time, which that time happened to be the District Circuit Court of D.C., <laughs> they ruled on a case that has held in legal judicial law ever since the president defends the constitution 
Everybody else supports to defend. For instance, when I took my oath as a soldier enlisting in the United States Army, and when my father took his oath as a general in the United States Army, our oaths match up for the first two lines that we will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. In the president's oath, it just says that he will defend the Constitution. So that's what the judge was referring to, that that does the president is not an officer of the United States. He is the president. He it is, is a president. separate entity in and out of itself. An officer it's is the, anyone appointed by the president. It's the only office in this land that gets its own flag. All right. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. So get this. He's never been a congressman. Nope. He's never, ever sworn an oath in Congress. He's never been a senator. He's never he's served in the military. Never served. He's never sworn an actual oath until he became president of the United States. Therefore, under the rule of law, Section 3 and the 14th Amendment does not apply to Donald J. Trump. Correct. This will get shit canned fucking so fast by the All Supreme right. Court, I'm, it will be probably a one-page dismissal. Do you want to listen to the last minute of this? No. I really don't either, because she's a fucking cunt. They're both cucks. They're just dumb. They're seriously dumb. <sighs> you know what? Mm -mm. Don't go there yet. Go to... Uh, that's Well, that's not bad, but yeah, don't go there yet. No, no. Well, there's more on... on uh, yeah, go back, to, go back to this insurrection shit. Keep that going. That's fine. You can go right there. Yeah, here we go. I wanted the CNN. I want him because he's the piece of shit that went after Trump. If you all remember early on in Trump's campaign when he was president. Wrote the book. This is the piece of shit that wrote the book. Yep. And now listen to him. I think it's completely misplaced. I think this, this Colorado Supreme Court decision is badly wrong for multiple reasons. Number one, the, the 14th Amendment provides that Congress can pass legislation to carry uh, its provisions into effect, which Congress has done on many aspects. It has not put anything with respect to Section 3 on the books uh, since just after the Civil War. Uh, second, the, the idea that uh, 50 different state courts can, can decide a question involving the highest elective office in the executive branch, interpreting the federal constitution as to what constitutes an insurrection against the federal government uh, is is incoherent. And I think uh, undoubtedly the Supreme Court's going to have to clear that up. In terms of what the framers of the 14th Amendment meant, uh, I, I, think, I think it's quite clear that the radical Republicans in Congress who wanted to suppress the secessionist advocates and governments of the southern states that succeeded would not provide on this critical question of uh, the offices that, that are going to be denied to people who broke their oath to the United States, that you're going to put decision-making authority on that in the hands of the states, including the former secessionist states. That, if that was their intention, they were, they were delusional when they did it. So I'd be willing to bet a small amount of money here that the Supreme Court, uh, if it gets to the merits of this, if it has to, uh, will reverse. There's, there's no other logical way you can uh, apply this, and, and it would sow chaos in elections as far as the eye could see. So this morning, while I was getting ready to go to work, we heard the talking heads running their necks on TV, mm -hmm. and they were saying, well, can they fast-track this case? Can the Supreme Court? No. Okay. So first of all, the Supreme Court docket isn't set until Febu the third week in February. The docket. 
The first case they hear is the second week of March. Can anybody else tell me what's going on in March? Oh, yeah, we're doing primaries. Well, son of a fucking bitch. Wouldn't that be fucked up if on the come primary day, Trump's name's not on the ballot, but it has to be because right now, because he's appealed that um, that stayed because of the appeal so that his name will be on the ballot that ruling is is under well, stay until still, it goes it, to the it Supreme won't Court. be solved until march mm-hmm. yep that'll be the first time it's heard that's the first time that argue uh, lawyers lawyers will be able to argue in front of the court it would be the first it'll be their first week of cases yeah they don't start in january they have a month to get their schedule together the for ides, a year the ides of march hmm. Hmm. it'll be done by easter yeah, there was about yeah, about six weeks. Six weeks to write an opinion. Yep. It'll be done by Easter. Mm-hmm. Anyone mm-hmm. get that reference? Anybody? Just saying. Uh, anyway, we read Vivek's statement last night, although he did come on and, and say the same thing. But since I already read it last night, I don't think we need to listen to him. However, he did challenge all the other candidates to also withdraw their name from Colorado. So far, Nikki Haley is the only other one that's done it. Mm-hmm. Go figure. 2024 presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy saying he will remove himself from the Colorado ballot unless Trump's eligibility is restored. Would you do the same? No, I think that's just playing into the left. Um, I think the case will get overturned by the Supreme Court, but I've qualified for all the ballots. I'm competing in all the states, and I'm going to accumulate the delegates necessary. That's the whole name of the game. In the- 2024 presidential. That would be a no. And so there you go. Disloyal as fuck. No. And he doesn't give a shit. And then the Colorado GOP uh, responded to Vivek's tweet and said, no need to remove your name because we'll just remove ourselves from the primary entirely and go straight caucus. What does that mean, babe? That means the whole state that would fucking lock up Colorado forever. They already have the Democrats do a caucus system already in Colorado. That would be two parties. That would be fucking turmoil. Oh, there would be no super PACs coming out of Colorado. Colorado gets shit on for everything in Congress, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Not a good move to do that. It's off a lot of people. Elections are going to take twice as long in Colorado. Caucused? (laughs) Oh, that means you have to win every county in Colorado just to get a vote out, just to win any of the electoral electors out of fucking Colorado. What is seven electors? What if what if Trump loses the next election by like, what is it? Whatever Colorado's total is by that number of votes because his name wasn't on the ballot there. I mean, not that I think we're going to get there, but if we did, if we made it that far, that's pretty. That's why aren't we allowed to decide that? Why is why is there somebody else making this decision for us? Why are we not doing it? It's a good question. Colorado, I don't understand how you let four fucking snob-nosed pieces of shit make this decision for you. I really don't. Because it just, it makes you look like fucking fools. Mm. That's not hard to do anyway. I lived there for five years. Trust me, it's not hard to do. Uh, So Joe had something to say. If you can understand it. Trump an insurrectionist, sir? 
Well, I think it's certainly you're self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies or let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported the insurrection. And no question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway. Is he stealing Trump's lines? Doubling down? I mean, that just, that's like a, a Trump line. Hello? The fuck? I don't know. That just seems like a Trump line, doubling down. It seems like he's like going back to listen to what Trump said because he kind of walked away from the car, walked up to the, the cameras, and then he backed away as quick as he got there because he didn't want to say something stupid, even though he did. He had already said something stupid. He always says something stupid. Um, Hold on. Actually, go back. Go back to the one with the the porch and the pine tree. Mm, Guys, yeah. hold on. Wait, wait. Just wait one minute, please. I got a setup for this. Trust me, because okay. I wanted to get into this because you brought it up last night, and I want to get into this. This one needs to go in front of this one. Well, I kind of wanted to go and. All right. Just hold on. So remember last night, she played for you that snippet of that movie that we will play on a Sunday. We do, we have to we have to do that for yeah. our true conspiracy. So we played that snippet last night, and that guy it melted his mind. That's I've kind of come to fruition to understanding the questions that we asked really bugged him because he didn't expect to get not not anti-Trump questions, but he was a little pissed off. But if you remember that movie, the basis of the movie was centered around that gentleman having a conversation with this guy trying to explain to him, look, I've already been to the future. I've already seen what happens when you remove God from school. Okay. You remove God from everything. And then a lot of you, if you were like me, you stopped and you started thinking, you were like, that makes so much fucking sense. It's crazy, right? Because when you remove God from school, it doesn't matter how you believe it. Doesn't matter whether you're Jewish, whether you're Muslim, Christian, it doesn't matter. When you remove the premise of there being somebody that you're going to have to answer to one day, this is what you get. recording hello motherfucker <laughs> now imagine one of those guys from that video you know that bitch lives in that downstairs apartment there she doesn't even give a shit nope now imagine one of those guys came back from the time that we talked about and sat down. No, go back to that next one. That's part of this. And saw that, right? First of all, saw that and saw what happened. And they're God-fearing men. They all believe in God. There was not a man at that table when they were arguing before he went back in time that did not believe in God. They all believed in God. And he was right. When you're quoting the source, you always use who the source is. Doesn't matter who it is. Unless you're the president of Harvard. Apparently. Or you plagiarize somebody else's work. You do that too a lot, apparently, if you're at Harvard, which I thought they were like one of the best, whatever. Anyway, you keep fucking me up. <laughs> but imagine right after he saw that video, that same guy sat down on his TV and he watched this. 
a lot of things will be hard for you to comprehend. That's why you're in sex work because you can't offer value in the marketplace. What the fuck? Don't worry, I'm not really talking to you. I'm speaking against you as a symbol. A symbol of what? A symbol of a declining society where people gotcha. lack values. Mm -hmm. So the point is this. If you had IQ and skills mm -hmm. to offer to the marketplace, gotcha. you can earn a good income. Being that the most valuable thing about you is something that you never earned. You didn't earn knowledge, you didn't earn skills. It's your breast that you paid for and your butthole. So you market that to earn money, which is to say, if I took your brain and placed your brain into a man's body, you would be in poverty. I'm just good for nothing. Yep, you can't. No, you are good for something. That's why you have OnlyFans. And that's my point is that you're that's what you're good for. A lot of things will be hard for you to come. Is he wrong? There have been prostitutes since the beginning of time. Is he, is he wrong, though? No, he's not wrong. You've all seen those girls. You know those like, girls? They don't have two fucking cents to rub together in their brain. the lack of morality. Mm -hmm. There's no more morals. Instead of finding a nice, dumb husband to take care of you for the rest of your life, instead you're going to go sell your breasts and your butthole on OnlyFans. I, he's right, though. There's no more morality in this country. We, we we're we're so far off the beaten track it's not even funny when you've got people banging we, like we just found out today that this this kid that the gay guy that was in congress getting slammed in the senate hearing room in the butthole so eloquently put by the last gentleman we just found out that this senator requisitioned the room for him <laughs> Also didn't know that he was a, a registered fire agent. <laughs> Senator, how's it going? How are you today? Pretty good. Uh, Laura Loomer reported that the staffer who you fired for that sex tape here on the Hill reserved that office where you filmed the sex tape under your name. Do you have a comment? I don't that? know about that. I have to check it. And then are you aware that he was registered with FAR as well? That same staffer? With who? Uh, FAR, he was registered as a foreign agent. Pardon? Yeah. The staffer who had sex in that office was a registered foreign agent. According to records. Check that out. Well, thank you, Senator. Hey, bullshit. The only way that he was signed up with Farah, he had to have a letter from your office to be signed up with Farah. You don't get that without Senator's permission. Uh, it was when he was working on the Dominican Republic stuff. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's still through his office. Again, it's all based on the offices. When you break down the Senate staff, how it works, it's all based on offices. Because you, you're not just because you're a staffer doesn't mean you you have any power. Everything you are getting everywhere you're getting your power from is derived from your the Senate staff that you're working on. Well, I mean, they're they're so above reproach in the Senate and Congress, you know. Yeah, that's why they were busting out buttholes and freaking. And a, a you know, Senate briefing room. You know Come that's on. you know that's not the first time that's oh, happened. Oh no! Oh no! That's I just guarantee. the first time they've gotten caught. Yeah. Well, no, this is the first time. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. In fact, you know what? I found we talked about this the other day. I'm gonna have to go up and find it again real quick. Um, I'll play this in the meantime. Because you know, DC is a magical place. Washington DC is a magical place. Yeah. Anybody can go there and get rich. Well, if they have the right friends or the last right name. The Bidens made a family business out of profiting off Joe's power, but they're not alone. Congresswoman Debbie Dingell says nepotism is great if you work really hard. 
Big picture, Congresswoman, are you comfortable with a politician's family member profiting off of their last name in any way? Look, I had to, I had my own career my whole life. I was working before I ever married John Dingle. And I had to work 10 times harder than any other person I knew just to show I could do the job. So you got to be careful. We have to be open. We have to be transparent. Well, in the spirit of openness and transparency, we'd like to know how Debbie Dingle knows which healthcare stocks to trade. Because Debbie Dollar Signs, who sits on the health subcommittee, bought as much as $50,000 of Medtronic stock. And then just days later, Medtronic received FDA approval to sell a heartbeat device. And that announcement sent the stock soaring up almost 10%. It's almost like Debbie Dollar Signs knew the company would get FDA approval. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that her committee gave Medtronic $27 million this year. They take your tax dollars, give it to companies, and then get rich when those companies' stock prices go up. We've reached out to Debbie Dingle to ask her how she became a better stock picker than Pelosi. We haven't heard back. Come on, they got the same broker. Even I know that. Jesus. It's obvious. So they invested in a couple of the same trades. We know where Medtronic is. Yeah. Literally, the the, um, headquarters or their research and development. Headquarters of the research and development is in. uh, Directly across the street from my parents' old house. Where um, actually on my high school graduation party, we parked all the cars over there, including the 79 Chevy Malibu that Mick and I shared. And uh, for my high school graduation, my best friend Dave gave me a huge six foot glass bong and we fucking baked that car. Oh my God. The smoke was so thick and we were so fucking high. We left the bong in the car and my dad went to move the car the next day and he fucking threw that bitch in the dumpster. A six foot, a beautiful six foot glass bong threw it right in the dumpster. He said the car still smelled like weed the next day. Well, yeah, of course it did. We left all the windows up. We were stoned. We were so high. (laughs) There was this big envelope of smoke that it rolled out of that so car. We got bad. out. Of it. it was so bad. It was like uh, a bunch of Jamaicans getting out of the car. Yeah, it was like it really was. There was know. this huge plume of smoke. It looked like a mustard or a fucking nuclear explosion happened ridiculous. above the car. Anyway, so uh, going back to the sex in DC. Remember the other day, I I told you guys, um, don't forget about Madison Cawthorn. I couldn't even remember his name for a minute. You guys reminded me. A lot of people always, a lot of people forgot about it, but it's not memory hole. It. Let's, let's not. Cause remember Madison Cawthorn. Look at all these people. A lot of them that I, I you know, I've looked up to through my life. I always paid attention to politics guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to like, well, Hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. Look at all these people, a lot of them. Okay, but who is he? He was the representative from North Carolina and he got ousted in the last primary, in the last election. Yeah. He he seems gayer than he is. Right after this happened, he got primaried. Literally right after he, he said that, wow. he got primaried. Doing key bumps of coke. And having orgies. And having orgies. He no, he's like a, no, he's like a 25-year-old kid. I, he's 
he's the one in the wheelchair, I think. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think Madison Cawthorn's in a wheelchair. I think he, I... Scroll that down a little bit. I don't, or scroll up. Let me see, read the rest of that post. Yeah. Orgies and sex parties. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Gay yep. sex in a Senate hearing room. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Don't forget these things. This is, again... Let's not memory hold. This is not the beginning. That's what I memory hold. I'll it, be honest. I memory hold that. I completely forgot about that. I see. I don't forget anything. Drives people nuts all the time. Oh, oh hey, let's go, talk about this. Go to Instagram too, because you got another. I got another one for Adams too that we're going to play as well. We'll do that in a second. We'll do this first, and I'll I'll show you where that other one is. In my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. I sent it because I couldn't for whatever reason I couldn't send it to you. I don't know why. It's weird. Oh, maybe I can do it this way. Might be able to do it this way. Bring that up and play that first. Six presidents and their net worth before and after office. Number six, you have Ronald Reagan, who was worth $10.6 million before and $15.4 million after. Number five, you have a George H.W. Bush, who was worth $4 million before, $23 million after. Number four, you have Bill Clinton, who took office at $1.3 million and left at $241.5 million. Number three, you have George W. Bush, who was worth $20 million when he took office and $40 million when he left office. Number two, you have Barack Obama, who came in at $1.3 million and left at $70 million. And finally, number one, you have Donald J. Trump, who was worth $3.7 billion when taking office and $2.5 billion when leaving office. Here are the three sources for this data. Number one, Forbes.com. Number two, CelebrityNetWorth.com. And number three, Cheapism.com. Yeah, so nobody, the only person so far that they that he said on that list that lost money was Donald Trump, which we all knew. That's nothing new. Of course. It just goes back to the morality of things, which really sucks. So send that send that one to yourself, and we'll get into him next. Because this one, this one's going to blow your mind. This one absolutely had me sitting there going, wait, what did he just say? No, this did not really just happen. And then I had to go look at the comments because I thought, I thought for sure it was fake. I was like, no way. There's no fucking way that he said this. And no, this is real. This is a hundred percent real folks. This is some scary shit. And I wonder if this is just a precursor for what might be to come. And maybe he's telling us something we need to hear. Check this out, though. This is some freaky shit. Let's see if I can make it bigger. Full 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very. Who does that? Who would start out as the mayor of New York and say, well, you could walk out tomorrow and a plane could fly into the World Trade Center or somebody could open a bit. Who, who does that? I mean, who the, yeah. who says that? Unless you're trying to tell us something that they're going to hit the trade center again. 
You're going to hit the, the Freedom Tower? What are you trying to tell us, Eric? Because you don't go on national TV. I thought it was fake. Everybody says, oh, that's AI generated. No, it's not. I have actual video of somebody videotaping it on WPIX 11, which is a New York City station. Uh, it's real. It's as real as it gets. Wow. Here's some more Eric Adams for you. I'm saying to New Yorkers, you're angry and I'm angry. And the source of our uh, discontent lies in Washington, D.C. And we need to mobilize and rally and go to D.C. and say to the national government, this is not fair what's happening to New York City. So I need to connect New Yorkers to the source of the problem. I'm saying... Wait a minute. Are you saying now, Eric, that... Careful, Eric. First of all, you might. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. You might be accused of starting an insurrection. First of all, there's a chance that you may have given us a a hat tip, you know, letting us know, hey, look, there might be some more planes just magically flying into buildings here shortly. But New Yorkers, you should be in D.C. Thank you for that. But you just said, New Yorkers, we need to mobilize. We need to march on D.C. Are are, is New York going to be the first ones? Are you guys not going to abstain this time? Is this time you guys are going to fire some shots? Nah. This is going to get serious now. Nah. Why Eric Adams is going to go away. Watch this. You're going to see this throwing the flag on it right now. Eric Adams is going to disappear. This Katie, Katie Hobbs, Hobbs is going to disappear. She's going to disappear. Yep. Because they're all bitching about the border. She just spent, she just sent the federal government that never promised to pay her anything when she mobilized her national guard troops. She never had federal leans to do it. Mm-hmm. And she released her National Guard troops to go down and help fucking round up all the illegals coming across the border. And she just sent a fat 185. No, no, half a billion. Oh, it was. It? Yeah, it was, it was a half $185 billion. billion. No, it was 500 million. Oh, it was 500 yep. million. Yep. So she just sent a wonder, whopping $500 billion check to the fucking federal government. $500 say, million dollar bill. Hey, uh, you got to pay for my Not troops. Not a check. A $500 million bill. Or whatever, $500 million bill to the federal government saying you got to pay for my troops, which means we have to pay for her troops. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. No, bitch, that's not the way this works. They were not federally mobilized. You were the one that took down the fucking containers that were blocking off the holes in the border when as soon as you got in. There was no congressional authority to do that. Yep. They ain't paying you shit, bitch. Sorry. She's going to be the next one. Yep. Because this is going to piss people off off in Arizona because they're going to be like, wait a minute, we're not paying this bill. But guess what? Arizona is going to end up paying that bill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, hey, you want to know why they want the border wide open? Because of this. Here's why. Where are you guys moving these kids to? You guys got paperwork for these kids? Don't worry about it. You know, a third of these kids go missing. You guys know anything about this? About- yeah, about these guys moving these kids to the airport. Yeah. Straight up. America. Welcome to America. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I could film this public place, brother. Where are you guys moving these kids to? Where are you guys moving these kids to? Huh? But do you guys have paperwork for these kids? Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. You know, a third of these kids go missing. A third of these kids go missing. Wow. This the truth? It is. I don't know. 
Correct. That's according to the New York Times article. One third of these kids that dropped off at this pond. I mean, these, this looks like a, these look like grown men, though. How old are these kids? You guys work for Compass Connections? Say so. Huh? Say so. Yes or no? Okay, that's fine. Well, this is a public place. I'm allowed to film here. Okay. Why are you guys so secretive? I'm so curious. Like, what's the big secret here? Hello. She's like you know more than us, so. Huh? She's like you know more than us, so you told us. Okay, I just don't understand. Like, why are you hiding your face, man? What's the big secret? Hey, amigo. Amigo. Amigos. You tell these kids not to talk, huh? Yo, amigo. Damn, man. What's going on here? Hey, can I ask you guys a question? I'm, I'm just filming for my own safety. You guys know anything about this? About, about these guys moving these kids to the airport? Straight up. America, where we move kids to airports. You guys proud of what you're doing here? It's pretty wild, man. Welcome to America. Yeah. You know, one time we sent our kids to Mexico with our parents with my parents, without us. And in order for them to get on a plane without us, we had to have a notarized letter with both of our signatures. We had to be at the airport to escort them onto the plane and tell the agent that it was okay that my parents took them on a plane on an international flight without us, even with the notarized letter. We had to be at the airport, show our IDs with the notarized letter, with their passports to authorize our children to fly without us. Mm -hmm. What's going on there? Yeah. Who authorized them? Where are those kids going? And they don't look like they're, they're, they're they like they're like 17. Yeah. They don't look like kids. Yeah. They don't look like fucking kids. Sorry. No. Nope. 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 Those are like they're they could be in the military. Who's military is the question. Who's military? We'll get to that in a second. Um because I know there's more uh there's so much. Well, I, I know I just fucking, this is it. The longer this goes on, it feels like it's groundhog. I'm dead serious. It feels like it's groundhog day. Every day we find out something new about Joe Biden and immediately within two days, it's got nothing to do with him. Yep. He, he could be reconsidered as the Teflon Don here soon. I mean, if he continues doing what he's doing. Here we go. And That's what I, I the, for. This this border thing is getting worse and worse, and, and it, it, it's like we're not even seeing it. Here's we're why. being invaded. All they got to do is stand up, and Here's, we've got a problem. Here you go. 
backlash would he get from the left if he does agree to these changes? He's gonna, there's going to be a lot. We have to put together a coalition that is the same coalition we delivered in 2020 for him to win the White House, for us to win the Senate, and for us to take back the House. Mm -hmm. And that coalition involves a lot of young voters. It involves a lot of immigrant voters. It involves a lot of folks of color. Oops. Oops. Did you, you hear her? That, did you, you hear her little that, giggle right after that? You let that? The, the cat out of the Hold bag on. there, sweetie. A lot of folks of color. Wait, wait. Back a little immigrant. bit. Yep, right there. Of immigrant voters. <laughs> a lot of immigrant voters. involves <laughs> a lot of immigrant voters. It's been our plan from the beginning to That's replace it. every single one of you white motherfuckers who will not vote our way. She let the cat out of the bag. Just letting you know. And guess what? If you're black and you don't vote our way, we don't give a shit either because we're going to fucking, we'll get rid of you too. Yep. We're replaceable. Because they can just get one of them to say, yeah, I'll do it. But then when they get here, they don't do anything, but whatever. Tucker interviewed Peter Navarro. Bye, Leo. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch Peter Navarro, but mm. we got enough time for that? Yeah. It's a little odd considering that Congress is effectively a joke at this point. It doesn't exercise its oversight power. It really has no power. Um, all the power in yeah. this country is now vested in the executive. But because Congress is apparently so offended that you will appear before a fake partisan committee, yeah. um, they're sending you to prison. I mean, what's this really about? I, your, your position on you're the most hawkish sure. Trump official on China. Is that what it's about? And what do you think the real story is here? The, the real story here uh, really goes back to 2016. Uh, I think you know this, Tucker, but I was one of the very few people who was with the president all the way from the 26th cam campaign to the end um, of his first term. And I saw from the get-go uh, the attempt basically uh, to uh, interfere with the election prior to the uh, 2016 election. Uh, by uh, the, the Justice Department, the FBI, the Clinton campaign. Um, and then throughout the term, I mean, it was just one thing after another where they tried to overthrow the Trump administration. Um, impeachment one, impeachment two, Russia hoax this, Russia hoax that. What it's about really um, is stopping Donald Trump from standing up for the American people. And three things that I think form what I call the Iron Triangle of MAGA, Make America Great Again. It's really you know, the thing I was the spearhead of, the, the fair trade, rather than simply sending our jobs off, sure, in the name of so-called free trade. It's the securing our borders, both for our economic and national security reasons, and it's an end to all these endless wars. That's what we stand for. And guess what? Guess what? The special interests in Washington whether it's big pharma or the industrial defense complex, whatever, they can't make money under Donald Trump. All right. they can do um, is, 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 is do what he wants them to do, which is to serve the people. That's what it's about. It's about the weaponization of our injustice system to stop Trump from ever entering the West Wing again. I, I mean, I agree with him. Yep. Uh, he was with him from the beginning to the end. Um, that's true. There's nothing he said there that was a lie. Um, and I do believe, see, again, 
Fuck. I agree with Trump. Folks, it's not about him. It's never been about him. It's about me and you. He is literally just standing in the way. He, they would have already done this if he wasn't there. If he had never become president, think about it, they would have already done all this. Yep. It would already be done. Barack's two terms would have turned into Barack's eight years. All he did was slow them down. Hmm. And now they just have to figure out a way to steal it again. And that's what they're trying to rapidly figure out now. And yeah. right now, what it looks like they're going to get is hopefully this case not to be heard until March. Because that would suit them just fine, because that'll put it in the, right in the middle of primary. But it does stop something else also from happening. Jack Smith's case moving forward. Because that would also lend legal precedence to what Jack Smith's trying to charge Donald Trump with in the insurrection charges. Yeah, because if he gets off on the insurrection charges, then Colorado has no standing. No, the federal government doesn't have any standing. But then Colorado can't say that he participated in insurrection Correct. if he's cleared of the insurrection charges on the federal level. Correct. But so Jack Smith doesn't have any standing for his case either because he clears the insurrection hurdle there too. Yep. So the insurrection's gone. It becomes a mute point. Mm -hmm. This could actually turn around a fucking backfire like a hand grenade going off a little early. That's a, how bad this a is. A lot of things are backfiring like a hand grenade on Jack Smith right now. But uh, J.D. Vance, this was interesting. And so, so what do you have to say to um, the former president's comments that were being handed out in the ranks and saying that they're poisoning the blood? Well, look, I've been asked this question a number of times, and here's here here's my view on these comments. First of all, he didn't say immigrants were poisoning the blood of this country. He said illegal immigrants were poisoning the blood of the country, which is objectively and obviously true to anybody who looks at the statistics about fentanyl overdoses. And I, I think just one, one observation about the press as an organization, you guys seem far more upset about the guy who criticized the problem than you did about Joe Biden, who's causing this problem. Can you just go back to his comments, though, sure. and sort of using language that we heard you know, during World War II? I'm sure you're a student of history. You're well aware what that kind of language represents in, in historical context. What organization do you represent? I work at the Associated Press. The idea that I am well aware, you just framed your question implicitly assuming that Donald Trump is talking about Adolf Hitler. It's absurd. It is absurd. Why do you think that Donald Trump's language is targeted at the blood of the immigrants and not at the blood of the American citizens who are being poisoned by the fentanyl problem? You think he was referring I think this is ridiculous. If you watch the speech in context and you look at what's going on, it is obvious that he was talking about the, the very clear fact that the blood of Americans is being poisoned by a drug epidemic. The, to, to, see, to take that comment and then to immediately assume that he's talking about immigrants as Adolf Hitler talked about Jews is preposterous. You guys need to wake up and actually do some journalism. Should he use different here, 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 language then? Because no, no, that here's, is language here's, that here's, Hitler here's, here's, here's the problem with that question and that framing. You are allegedly a journalist. You're supposed to hold, speak truth to power. 
And yet you're trying to circumscribe and narrow the limits of debate on immigration in this country. What you're doing is not speaking truth to power. You're trying to police the guy who's criticizing the problem so that Americans don't pay attention to the guy who caused the problem. Okay. It's an absurd question. It's an absurd framing. JD, no, you're missing the biggest point, buddy. <clears throat> you know, it is an absurd question. But first of all, wait a minute. Why didn't you turn it around on them? Wait a minute. Your organization, the Associated Press, has supported Palestinians walking on college campuses saying from death from the river to the sea and Palestine will be free. Mm-hmm. Yet the president went on and said fucking fentanyl's killing American people and you're trying to associate them to Adolf Hitler killing Jews? Now the Jews matter? They didn't matter six weeks ago when the Palestinians invaded Israel? No. So what it is is the Jews matter because now politically the shoe fits and we can yell at Donald Trump for it. Mm-hmm. Hey, J.D., do me a favor. Reach down in between your fucking legs, you fucking cunt. And if you've got a pair of balls there, grab them. Cause yourself a little bit of pain. And remember that you're a man. And if you find a squishy wet thing, you already got your surgery. I already saw you. We'll see you next week. You know, that's crazy. I, uh, I talked a bit about dreams this morning. You know, I used to have, remember I used to wake up sobbing all mm-hmm. the time until I asked for them to please stop because it was so much. And I haven't had one of those dreams in a long time, but I have had some dreams recently and I had one the other day, the other day, the other day. And it, like, I just, I remember snippets of it, but it was like, I was a fly on a wall, right? Like I was looking down, observing, the Democrats talking about how they can change the narrative and screw Trump. And one of the things they said is that they need to equate him to Adolf Hitler in any way they possibly can. Well, that really fucking sucks for them considering they just went full Muslim on all the Jews that are left in this country and the Jews in this country are tired of them. But they're, they, but in my dream, they were saying that, you know, the worst person in the world, the worst person in history that everybody considers the worst person in history and living memory is Adolf Hitler. And they need to, they need to get the American people to equate Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler. That's the only way that they could take him down. I, I don't it, think- uh, that was my dream. I don't know what to tell you. That was my dream, but it just, it brought that snippet back listening to JD Vance go off on that AP. I, I just don't understand reporter. why doesn't, if, if he's going to be so pro everything else, dude, why not just take a step back and look at him? Go, what are you talking about? You're now trying to put this on. You guys have left the Jews hanging. Yeah. Well, your companies, Associated Press, NBC, I'd start calling them out. CNN. Oh, shit. MSNBC. Shut your mouth. Weren't they integrated with Hamas when they came over the border? Yeah. 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 MSNBC and CNN had reporters embedded with fucking Hamas terrorists going across the border. So, again, JD, why not go after them for the most obvious fucking thing right in front of them? Why not shove it back down their fucking throats? Well, I I mean, I'm glad you picked up on the fact that she cased that fucking question perfectly and that you knew exactly where she was going with it. 
but slap her in the face and ask her, what the fuck's your problem? Your people have been pro-Palestine since it started. Now the Jews matter? Only when they're trying to equate Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler. I mean, blow the no, narrative no, no. up. Listen, no, listen, listen. If you blow no, the, listen, listen, you blow the it's, narrative it's up, It's not though. today's Jews that matter to them. It's the Jews that were killed in World War II that mattered yeah, to them. Yeah, the original ones, yeah. not the Kazarians. T- today's, no, well, those were Kazarians too, but well, maybe not. Um, but, you know, those, the, today's Jews, they're, that, that doesn't, that's different. Whatever. According to them, obviously. Apparently, because they're still mm-hmm. occupying but their land. If they, they fail Except on World they War II, let's, um, let's move to the Civil War to the um to the republican candidates argument that this should be the voters should have the say and not the courts why are you standing with confederates who betrayed this country and this is what they're standing with is the spirit of those confederates rather than the americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the union together uh, and saw, clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy itself. It's clear. Uh, It's clear as day. uh... There was a a famous Russian, Vladimir Stolinevsky. He made a speech the day before the Bolshevik Revolution and Lenin took charge of Russia. His speech was, one of the lines from the speech that I remember, very not so vividly because it was a book I read a long time ago, but it was basically fell in line with the day that regular people say on open media, back then it was books and written magazines. um, But he said the day that regular people call for governmental control is the day that all hopes for democracy are lost. Mm-hmm. And the communists have won. Yeah, we're about there. She is calling openly for the government to take over the election system because it can be used for nefarious activities, according to her. And she is not within the spirit of the Constitution. I can tell you that right now. That it, is not what the 14th Amendment was written for. It has been used for elections have been used for nefarious purposes, though we are living that right now. But again, I asked the question. Well, you brought up a lot of great points, but I got a question for you because I don't know where you live. She obviously lives up in New York. I dare yeah. you, I dare you to come down south and say what you just said on the air down here in the south. The, even the black people are going to have a problem with you. Oh yeah. Um and oh, why did you guys tear down the the reconciliation statue? Yeah, or try to. I mean, if you're so hardcore and going into the paint for that, we're, we we got together after the Civil War. Then why are you tearing that statue down? That was presented from the South to the North, in a sign of reconciliation. It's literally the reason that we were able to come back together as a union. I, I, I just saying, there's a lot of things you're saying one thing in one hand, 
You're you're pissing on my back and then you're telling me it's raining. You're trying to make me believe something that does not exist at all. That's that's all this has been. It's always been smoke and mirrors from the beginning. That's Michelle Obama. We want you to believe that this is really going on. But in actuality, it's not like this. Elections being used for nefarious purposes. This is right here in Georgia. Not here. Thank you, sir. Most people in here are very familiar with the Ligon report that came out in December just following the election of 2020, especially my friend Sam back there. What he said in that was there is ample evidence that this cannot be certified. Now, why is that important? Because Judge Ligon, Senator Ligon, was a judge for 16 years in Brunswick, Georgia. If anybody knows what evidence looks like, it's Judge Ligon. So shortly after that, on December 17th, I'm sorry, December 22nd, Secretary Raffensperger had a press release that said, I'm bringing together all of government to go after 250 credible cases of fraud in the state of Georgia. 250 credible cases. Two weeks later, he went to the United States Congress. He wrote a letter to Vice President Pence, all the members of Congress, and said, Nothing is wrong in Georgia. There's no fraud. In three weeks, we solved all these 250, at that time, known issues of fraud. So you tell me where the fraud is. Many of us, including some attorneys, looked at the letter, a 10-page letter of the U.S. Congress. It had 42 false statements in it. Our Secretary of State told 42 false statements to the United States Congress and the Vice President. So within that document was the pro V audit. He told us, the citizens, he told the SEB, he's told many courts that this pro V audit took place. I worked with Governor Kemp. I worked with Evan Myers, one of his uh, attorneys. I worked with the Inspector General, Scott McAfee. And they tried to convince me that the Secretary of State and Pro V&V told them that this audit took place. Well, I asked them, how many counties told you the audit took place? Zero. We did open records requests to the counties, and it came back where zero audits were done by Pro V&V. So now we're making decisions, our legislators are making decisions on an audit that never took place. Thank you for your comments. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, 250 uh, cases of fraud miraculously disappeared or were resolved in three weeks. 42 false statements that Rathensberger made to Congress in a 10-page letter. And no audit was actually done. They bad, straight up lied. Hold on. Got to ask the question before we let go of Red Pill. Is it bad enough yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Asking mm-hmm. for a friend. Yeah. But are we there yet? Because seriously, I all you got to do is say the word, folks. Let's roll. Let's go. All, all right, right, Red Pill. We'll see you guys later. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, correct? Yep. 6 p.m. for the regular show. Nothing yep. special. Nothing special tomorrow. No, no guests. Um, no, no, no birthday dinners. No, nothing. Thank the fucking Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back. Uh, she'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the good book. Yep. You can check out the love of Liliana over on Pilled. Dot net and on rumble at 905 for the tna variety show till then we'll see you later fuckers you guys have a great night bye red pill project Peace.
Everybody else, you know what time it is. You do. You want to get high? Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. If only Leo could have hung out. You know he's still here. Where's the lighter? I hope you brought it in here. I did. It should be right over there. The lighter and the, it's right there. The blue lighter. I didn't see it. A snake, it would have been a... No, it's a long behind a, <laughs> a bottle of uh, some good oil. So I... Uh, I put up Christmas, the rest of the Christmas lights today. I finished decorating inside and outside. I decorated the porch. I decorated the back deck, which I need to clean. Um, and uh, I, I finished, almost finished the lights in the front. I got one more strand to put up. And we got the Reset all the power. Boom. Yes. And we inflated a nine foot cock directly in front of the asshat's house. And then a four-foot pile of Christmas shit right in front of his driveway, just across the street in our yard. So every day when house. he leaves, he can see he can see us. Uh, he, he hardly leaves, but you know, every day that he's out working on his lawn, he can be staring at it by a nine-foot Christmas cock. I told her that all we need, my my oldest son agreed with me today. <laughs> I was like, all we need is a giant pussy cat, and we've got pussy cock and shit in the front yard. <laughs> How much more redneck do you get? Just saying. Hmm. It's pretty sweet, though. Pussy cock and shit right in the front. Why not? You, you get the uh, what did he what did he say that uh, the trifecta the trifecta <laughs> yeah he said the holy trinity the holy trinity yes with emphasis on the whole part <laughs> the whole trinity. And the chickens and ducks were quite happy with the new uh, nesting boxes. And I found, I found the nest that one of the, the new girls made. And uh, Coco Puff's been laying in there too. I was wondering where she was laying because she has blue eggs. She's in a, an Easter egger, so they're very distinctive. So I cut down all those branches in the front when we put the fence up, and I left them there to dry in a big pile. And where the the ends of the basically the bush is just like laying on the ground now, right? Um, they made a nice little nest in the pine needles under there. There were like two dozen eggs in there. Okay. Thankfully, it's been really cold, so they haven't gone bad. They've basically been refrigerated. Um, but it's pretty cool. I can see that it was a, a new laying hen because I'm watching the eggs get bigger. So the ones on top were big, and the ones on the bottom were pretty little, were like medium-sized. Yeah. I mean, not tiny, but medium-sized. Normal-sized. Yeah. I put them on the scale just to test, and like the first ones were medium pushing large, and then the, the new ones were extra large. So Off the chain. Yeah. Yeah, our eggs are so big, it's not even funny. And Bethann, I have your eggs for you, so we're looking forward to you coming down on Friday to pick them up. So, how was your day, my love? Normal. Yeah. Same old, same old. Working. Working. Yeah. Good stuff. At least you're working. Yeah. You know, not just uh, sitting behind a computer telling other people how to live their lives and begging for money. I do that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Except we don't beg for money. We don't beg for money. We don't need to do that, but. 
we do kind of sit behind a computer and tell people how to live their lives. Yeah, well, you know. Not really. No. We tell them how they shouldn't be following stupid shit. No. We try and set an example. Okay, we do that too. Sure. Anyway. Sounds good. Sounds like a good story. I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that one. Mm -hmm. that'll, that'll, Lindsay, that'll Lindsay are you in better. here? Or did you get stuck late at work again? Hmm. All right, there's one in particular. Since we're talking about we had a guinea. Their lives. Uh, our guineas uh, both shit the bed. They got whacked. They got schwacked. Yeah, we had two guineas. Um, they were so fucking annoying. They really were. Holy shit. Annie couldn't handle it. She killed them. They did. Yeah. We call them. Uh, Plus, guineas are really not allowed here. Uh, Vinny and. Uh, I forgot what we call it. Vinny and Rocco, I think. Wasn't it Vinny and Rocco? Something like that? Oh, yeah. No, yeah it's, uh, to Tony and Vinny. Tony and Vinny. Tony that's and right. Vinny. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. All right. Speaking on how to live your life, here you go. Do you think this unbelieving generation who's bought into the atheism and the agnosticism and the ways of the world, do you think they're on their way to heaven? I don't think they are. And I'm not afraid to say it. In our politically correct world, we think everyone's going to heaven. Do whatever you want. Try to be a nice person. Everyone's going to heaven. Where does it say that in the Bible? What great saints of the church proclaim that, oh, everyone's going to heaven. You don't need to, to, to strive to, to be holy. That's never been said in the last 2,000 years. So why does everyone believe this today? Why do we no longer preach repentance? Believe the good news that God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that you can have eternal life. Why do we not preach this anymore? You wonder why our young people don't go to church? Who's rising up to warn them? Save yourself from this corrupt generation. And so we need to pray that the Lord raise up his prophets and his saints in our time to proclaim the good news to everyone so that people can be saved. Now, I actually have a rebuttal for that. Seeing that, I'm about the best thing we've got to a Catholic probably in here. Truth. Other than probably my one of my dear friends that does listen to us, Mark, you know that's true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, even he's you, a better Catholic than you are. But he's, even he's you too. have gone through this. Mm -hmm. Who who's saying this? Who's saying this? You want to know that, Father? I'll tell you who's saying this. We are. You no, your fucking leader saying this. That's true. Your fucking leader is now granting the right for priests to bless off on gay marriage. No, 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 no. That is a strict. That's one of those deadlines in the Catholic faith. No, 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 no. We pretty much believe that's a, th a sin. Yeah, that's pretty much a hard line road for the Catholics. You can't get married in the church if you're uh, as a gay couple and you it. It cannot it's be blessed or seen a, over. A, no, this is this is the new rule. You can't get married in the church as a gay couple, and it can't be part of a civil union, but you can ask a priest to bless you. The point is, is no. They're trying to, I know what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. This is how this works. And it's going to get 
force fed down everybody's throat. And before we all know it, we'll be asking, wait a minute, where was somebody saying, wait, wait, is this the right thing to do? Remember, priests are allowed to have wives now, too. Folks, no, no, no. This is where the problem is. This this trans thing. We got to get rid of this shit. This is going to be the end of not only our country, but this is going to be the end of humanity. Oh, oh, we're already there. this is not this is not going to end well for anybody. No. And this trans thing is the start of all of it. Was the start of all of it's it. Kind of the end of it, but it was a good chance for you to get it back if you stopped it. But you didn't do that, so now we're no, kind of screwed. We just let it go. <sighs> However, on a good note, but no, seriously, priest, do you want to know where why? It's your your leader starts there. Mm-hmm. Starts with the devil in chief. Yep. Let's work down from there. Let's talk about all those other things he's talked about. Let's talk about how big of a new world order shill he is. Let's talk about the kids. Let's talk about the pedophilia in the Catholic Church. Let's talk about all the shit y'all don't want to talk about that you keep trying to sweep underneath the fucking desk. Let's talk about that shit. Let's talk about the child sex trafficking and the fact that nuns are going down to the border to fucking pick up kids and traffic them into this country. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about all the stuff you don't want to talk about because it might offend you and your precious church. See, the difference between American Catholics and European Catholics, we're not connected to a church here in America. We choose to be a part of a parish if we want. We're not required. So there's a big difference with that one there, Padre. But I can tell you this right now. You're part of the problem. Why aren't you standing up? Where's the rest of your priests? Where are the rest of your buddies calling out these kids and their parents? Why aren't you having these sermons on Christmas Eve mass? When you know that pat that fucking house is going to be packed wall to wall, front to back, because it's the only day the Catholics think they can't get away with it. Why aren't you doing that sermon that night? Because you know that church was empty. You could hear it from the way his voice was reverberating. Why aren't you having that sermon out on the street? Why aren't you calling people out in your parish in public? Because you too have skeletons in your closet, I'm sure. And you who's supposed to be pure of heart, you who's supposed to be pure of soul, the priest, the guy at the head, you ain't. That's the problem. These people are more holy in Walmart than you are.
Okay, so when do the two fat chicks start fighting in the floor when you see tits <laughs> flying and panties everywhere? No. And, and like there's just no, gaping, flapping pieces of meat slapping no, each other. No, this was in Kansas City. I know, there at was, a Walmart. Listen, there was a couple people that were singing Christmas carols, right? Because they have that music piped in constantly. And some people just started singing. And the next thing you know, everybody in the store started singing Christmas carols. I'm just asking when the two fat white chicks are going to start fighting in the floor. <laughs> it's Walmart! Not. It's Walmart! Come on! Shit, y'all get the joke. Uh, um, What song were they singing? They were singing this one. Hold on. If I can get it up. Oh, come all ye faithful. Mm-hmm. That's what they were singing. Not that Not one. that one. This one. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come, O come to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of Angels. O come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Okay, you can go look it up. You will get it. We get <laughs> it's it. one of my favorite Christmas songs. Gotcha. My second favorite, or my first favorite is Silent Night. But anyway, I do love that that song. It's my favorite song. Oh, anyway, getting a little deeper into some scarier shit. No, no, this isn't scary at all. Folks, look, every hunter, and Dave and I did it. Me and Dave did it. Stop. Me and Dave did it. <sighs> Tons of times, every time we went out, before we get in the stand, say a prayer. You, you give a give a nod to the gods. Doesn't matter what gods, just like, oh, is this that one? That's not that. Oh, it's not that one? No. Oh, I was hoping you got that one. I, we've, I played that like when you were gone, when you were hunting. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude, that, that's an awesome video where the guy calls the, he, the eagle. He's like, he's like yeah, he know. saw the eagle flying around. He's like, God, you know, I know I don't always talk to you, but oh. if you could get me close to that eagle, that would be awesome. I mean, and I can, I can pull it. But yeah, he, we, we he turns the gone. video, he turns the, the video camera around and the Eagle's sitting right there in its fucking shoulder. I was mm -hmm. like, Holy shit. That is fucking pimp. Yep. Don't awesome. remember that video anyway, but it's true. All hunters do it. So listen, seriously though, 
this season, this is not. This is old too. This is something that you need to. This might be old, but it's it's happening going again. on, and it's something you need to be aware of. Especially if you got a young lady uh, in your household, mm-hmm. check her car in the morning and at nights, and things you just might want to pay attention to. Yep. So listen, I don't care if you agree with a lot of my videos or not, or if you pay attention to them. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But I definitely want you to pay attention to this one. My daughter works late. She gets off at three in the morning in a decent sized city. We live in the middle of nowhere out in the country. So we're not accustomed to seeing stuff like this. But like I said, she works in a big city. She gets off at three in the morning, drives an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get home. This is the third morning in a row. I found one of these on her car in the exact same spot, back passenger door. I didn't know what it was. I just kept cutting it off. This morning when I found it, I went in there and I asked her, I said, what's the deal with the zip tie being on your back passenger handle every morning for the past three mornings? I've cut it off. She said, dad, I don't know what in the world you're talking about. She said, I, I didn't know there was a zip tie on there. I said, yeah, there's a zip tie. So I was talking to my brother just a few minutes ago and I told him, I said, man, three mornings in a row, I found a zip tie on, on, I ain't gonna say her name, but my daughter's back passenger door handle, black zip tie. It's loose, but it's on there. And he works in law enforcement. He's been in law enforcement his whole life. And you could tell when I mentioned that, he got extremely silent. And he said, what'd you just say? And I told him, and he was like, listen, man, cut that off right now. I said, I have been cutting them off. He was like, sex traffickers and people that basically steal women, vulnerable women, put them on a car somewhere where it's not easily noticeable for them, but other people who actually do the stealing knows exactly what that means. So basically what this is, you all, is this is a tag. And this alerts anyone who's part of the organization, I'll call it, of sex trafficking or kidnappers, abductors. Let them know that that person is vulnerable. They are by themselves, and they're an easy target. So if you've got teenage kids, girls that are out late at night that are driving, check their car every morning. Look for a black zip tie or anything that stands out and immediately remove it. Looks like my daughter is a target, so she will be prepared. I promise you that. I've been telling y'all to keep your six covered. It's real. And as he put as he put it, I live out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I mean, that might be new going on now again, but it's not, it's not, that was, I saw that video a while ago. Yeah. But it's, um, it's one of those things that you need to be aware of because this, this too, this is old, but this is insane. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, well, this has always been rumored. Um, I've always heard people, I know a lot of people from Chicago, a lot of people told me this and I've heard people talk about it. Now people aren't denying it anymore. This is straight up coming out of 
people that were straight up living in the hood in Chicago. Check this out. This is some crazy shit. The situation in Chicago, man. I'm from Chicago. Born and raised there. I ran those streets in Chicago and changed my life. But I want to kind of make people aware of some things that you don't know because you've never really been out there, then you wouldn't know it. And it's going to be hard to believe. But myself, for a fact, and several others that I ran with know this to be the truth. Um, growing up in Chicago in the early 90s, the same situation was happening. I've been in Chicago where a person came into my house and knocked on the door to come and get me early in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, and said, uh, come with me, man. It's, it's a crate of guns in the alley. And I got up and ran out there, and sure enough, there was a crate of guns. And during that time when we in it, you're not thinking about where did the guns just come from? You know, you, you never think about that type of stuff, like where did the guns come from and why are they here? But now that I'm older, I can kind of tell you that it's a diabolical plot. Nothing is stopped. The, gun, the guns are still there. The guns are still being placed in these different strategic communities. It's a plan. It's not out in Bridgeview. It's not out in, you know, uh, West Mountain. You know, they, they're putting it in the hundreds for sure. Yeah, they're putting it on 55th. They're putting it in Inglewood. You know, 6.30 in the morning while older people that's at work, that work, you know, you sleep. You're not outside. So, you know, you got the street walkers and the people that's out, you know, they hustling and they out all types of day. And yeah, they're the ones that's going to run across them. And who would go and tell the police? I never went, and went to go tell the police when we found some guns. That don't even make sense. Why would you go tell the police? You know, so people are wondering why so much violence. You know, think about it. You think about this. Okay, the police are locking people up constantly in Chicago every single day. They're taking guns off the street every single day, every day. So how is it that all of these guns just keep appearing? Where are all the guns coming from? Nobody's going to the gun store buying these guns. So where are all these guns? Now, this is the part, another part that you don't know. I was so used to having exotic guns that I thought that that was the norm. You, you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying far as, I don't know if you know, are you familiar with guns, but a fully automatic handgun is almost impossible to get. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a fully automatic assault rifle, you know, that's not common. It may sound common, but that's not common. A Uzi that's fully automatic, that's not common. So I was so used to having everything in, in the area that I knew of was fully it shot fully automatic, fully. So me being 17 and 18 and in my 20s, I was so naive that I believed that's how awful guns was. I seen so many different exotic guns on the street running around in different areas with the guys just running around. I thought that, that was the norm. So now I'm an older gentleman. I'm out here, you know, I'm switching my life around. I'm living right, you know. So now I cleared my name up and got my record sealed and I'm going to the gun shop and I'm going to the shooting range, shooting like I'm supposed to. And I go into gun stores and I'm asking for certain guns and they looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I made that gun up. These are guns that I've seen several times in different areas that the gun stores saying, huh? That, how would that be on the street? That's something that you would have to get 
specialized, customized. You see what I'm saying? But these guns are on the streets of Chicago. And my point to you is, yeah, we can't try to make an excuse for the kids out there shooting. And it ain't all kids, but we can't make an excuse. But I want you to look at the bigger picture. Where are they getting the guns from? It's not one or two areas. It's not, it's not one or two areas. It's everywhere. In the urban community is what I'm telling you. And I'm dropping them out there in the Hillcrest. They're not going to be out there. You check in the hundreds. You check on the low end. You check in the, in the heart of the city, in the inner city. That's where they're dropping all the guns at. That's where all the killings is happening there. That's why a lot of innocent people are getting shot and stuff like that. Because of these guns. They got guns that they can't control. They shoot these guns, letting off, man, 100, 100 shots, man, in, in, in 30 seconds. These guns are not being bought. They don't have no gun license to buy these guns. So where are they getting the guns from? That's the question. I'm telling you right now. They've been dropping the guns off in crates for years. They've been doing it. I've seen it twice in my lifetime. I seen it in 1990, and then I seen it again in 1999. I seen it with my own eyes. You can believe it or not, but that's the honest to God truth. I went out, I seen the guns in the crate myself, and it went out through the whole area. Everybody got this one, they grabbed that one. Let me get that one. I grabbed it. Everybody got it. And that's what they keep doing. That's how the guns keep getting on the streets. That's why the wars don't stop. You see what I'm saying? That's the part that people got to focus on. The gun control, how you going to control something if you study putting it down there? That's propaganda when they send this gun control, but we lobbying for gun control. You're not trying to control nothing when you study putting guns out there. They're giving it to them. Now, they want to give them the guns so they can catch them with the guns. Either they're going to kill somebody with the gun, then they get to lock them up, or they catch them with the gun and they get to lock them up. Either way, it's lose, 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 lose. You see what I'm saying? It's a business for them. It's a business. You know what I'm saying? It's like me wanting to sell a drug, but I got to get you hooked first. You know, it's a business for them, so the more people that they can catch with guns or the more people that commit crimes with guns, they get to lock them up. To them, it's just a number. They don't care. They don't care who it is. But it's more of the African-American community that's, that's, you know, we're the victims. And I hate that everything boils down to race and all of that. I'm not a racist, but I hate the truth is the truth. And I'm just telling it how it is, you know what I'm saying? I go to Chicago all the time, but if I go out to West Mount Illinois where one of my good white friends live, and I go with him, it's a different community. It's a different community. Ain't nobody running around with no guns. Ain't nobody doing nothing. I go out there, I feel safe. As soon as I go where I grew up at, I'm not getting out the car without no gun because I don't trust nobody because everybody around here got a gun. Everybody got a gun. You hear that part? That's the part that matters. Everybody got a gun from the 14-year-old on up. Everybody got one name and doing nothing with it. They just got one. But how everybody how do everybody got all these guns? Where they come from? Right back to that again. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The guns are being deliberately placed, strategically placed in certain communities to target certain individuals. Please pay attention. Please research it. Check it out. Ask some of the OGs who've been around and they'll tell you the same thing, that I'm not lying. I'm just willing to expose it. I'm trying to tell you the truth. It's the truth. They deliberately placing guns in Chicago in different areas. That's why so much shooting. The kids, as a little boy, when you grow up, you want to be a cowboy. You want a gun in your hand. As soon as you get it, you're going to emulate what you're seeing that people in front of you doing. 
So as soon as you get your hand on that gun, you got an extension clip, an extended clip. They run, where all these extended clips come from? Where, where do you think they come from? Just think about it logically. Where do all these automatic weapons come from that's doing all this shooting? Where do they come from? But nobody can go. Chicago don't got no gun stores. Think about that. There is no gun store in the city limits of Chicago. So where are the guns coming from? How do you get bullets? How do you get bullets? Because they drop enough bullets with the guns. That's how. Where they get bullets from? Okay, if I got guns, say I got the guns. Where am I going to get bullets if it's not a gun store in the city of Chicago? That's what I'm trying to show y'all. Think about it logically. They don't want us to stop and think, because then if we stop and think, then we're going to be on, on point. You understand what I'm saying? So, hopefully, this will wake somebody up. Maybe you'll snatch your son up or your nephew or your cousin, and you'll talk to him, and you'll let them know it's a bigger picture than running around with these gangs, and that stuff ain't going to last nowhere, you know. I, I was there. I came up out of it. Everybody won't be so lucky, but... Today, I just want to drop one to grow on on y'all, man, that there is a plot, and there is a plan, and it's strategically against our communities. So this is signing off from Las Vegas, the truth. This is not no maybe, I think he know what he's talking about. I'm telling you the truth. They're dropping guns off, man. Would it surprise you? Yeah, Mr. Hall said, growing up in the hood, I went to a buddy's house in the projects. They had at least 40 to 50 crates with military weapons. Yep. <clears throat> Folks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. John No KC said, scroll up a little bit there. He said that the, at Trump's inauguration. Yeah, they dropped off crates. And they said that a lot of those, they said that the reason we, according to what the, the reports were behind that, do you hear that, John, about what the reports were? Uh, oh, well, the reason the Trump supporters didn't use them was because uh, they didn't need to, because Trump was in charge. That's what they claimed. Because they, cl they were going to blame Trump supporters of if there were any they were. shots fired. Of course they were. Hey. Hmm. What is this? Wound? You'll see. Oh, great. You're just going to piss me off right off the bat? Probably. Probably. And they're getting away with doing something now. They're going into agriculture and threatening to cut off the supply of food because food is causing global warming. And, oh, isn't that nice? Only the billionaires will be able to afford to buy food. And now all the other people will die and because uh, there's not enough food. That's what we're heading for if we continue to listen to these people. And they are about to perpetrate one of the most evil acts in the history of human civilization, which is to cause poverty and starvation to hundreds of people if they go with this net zero. In order to get net zero, we'd have, first off, we'd have to kill all the animals, including ourselves, because we are an emission of CO2. We are talking about the most important things for the survival of ourselves every day, food and energy. There are no two, there are no, nothing else is as important as those two things. Water, right? It's part of food. Uh, they haven't decided to cut the water off just yet. But 
if they go ahead with what they are thinking and planning, they will cause a ruination the likes of which the earth has never seen. Because there are over 8 billion of us, and 4 billion of us depend on nitrogen fertilizer, which they now say is bad because it's a greenhouse gas or whatever. It, it, it isn't actually a greenhouse gas, but they've got some story about how nitrogen uh, in the form of nitrous oxide is going to cause the earth to warm up to unacceptable degrees. It's all completely phony. And so is the campaign against CO2, completely phony. There's nothing to it. It's not a real thing. And yet they have made it into a real thing in the West in particular. Russia, India, and China are busy building coal plants and nuclear plants. So did you hear This that? is true that Russia, China mm -hmm. are very busy building nuclear mm -hmm. and coal. Yep. And, Matter um, of fact, Russia has two coming online in like the next year. With the, the Houthis or whatever you call them, um, attacking ships, bringing oil to us. Mm -hmm. They're now having to reroute, go different ways. Going to raise the price Raising gas. prices, yep. taking longer to get here. Yep. Um, it's, gas lines, it's, it's shortages. Not, it's not just oil either. It's food. Yep. Um, realize that most of the food that we produce here, we send to China to package or process, and then they send it back to us. Did you know that? Yep. Tell me, are those ships coming from China affected by the Houthis and that supply line there? I mean, anything coming out of the Suez can or the, the canal there yep. would be, yeah. Yeah. So, because it's right there, they're right there at Yemen. It's getting worse. But hey, that food's it's crap anyway. No, that, that food is crap anyway, honestly. Um, here, I don't know if you guys knew this. It requires all 90 cents of nutrients. Like all the other tissues in the body, it's inescapable. It needs all 90 cents of nutrients, 16 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 3 fatty acids. If any one of those are missing, you get a disease. And we're talking about things like depression, manic depression, bipolar disease, and bipolar disease when you're in a uniform is called PTSD, same disease. And then there's depression, and there's uh, ADD, ADHD, autism, there's psychosis, there's schizophrenia, uh, anxiety attacks, panic attacks. These are all caused by nutritional deficiencies. This is a physician-caused disease. Did not exist 45 years ago. Today, it's number four killer of adults over the age of 65. And it's caused by a deficiency of a single nutrient, cholesterol. Who told people to get on cholesterol-restricted diets? Medical doctors who wanted you to buy Crisco because they got paid $1.7 million by Procter & Gamble to um, endorse Crisco. Well, um, who told people to give up eggs and butter and cream and lard? Medical doctors. Who began to prescribe statin drugs to lower your cholesterol? Medical doctors. And then Alzheimer's appeared. Statin-lowering drugs slam your cholesterol down way too low, and this is the cause of Alzheimer's disease. Cholesterol is good for you, people. You need it. Eat real butter. Save the fat from your meat. Like, we cooked a leg of lamb. We cooked two legs of lamb recently, actually. Our kid loves lamb. And it was on sale. So um, It's cheaper than beef. Yeah, it's cheaper than beef. So we cooked a leg of lamb. 
and I roasted it. And when it was done, I took all the fat, that nice, beautiful, juicy fat, and I poured it into a mason jar. And I used that instead of olive oil or butter for like the next week to flavor our food. It's delicious. Use real fat. Even when you make it, when you cook beef, right? When you make meatloaf or pork, pork, save, when you make bacon, save, save, save the, the grease. Fat. Always save the fat. Yes. Bacon grease. Save the fat. Use it. It's better for you. It's more healthy. Yes. There's a reason why your grandparents did it. Make ghee butter. Absolutely. Make real butter. Make, make your own butter. That's so easy. I just bought like three things of heavy cream so that I can make butter so that I can make cookies. Thankfully, I found two dozen eggs today so I can make cookies and still give Beth Ann her three dozen tomorrow. We're on Friday. Because um, it's Christmas. We're making cookies. Yeah. With real butter. Not Crisco. Seriously, don't use seed oils are terrible. Like use olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, anything else. It's just even avocado oil is kind of on the, the fence. It's just terrible. So yes. Yeah. Look, even South Park's talking about it. Yeah, that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> Not South Park. They've never called anything. I know. This is great. This is from the new South Park on uh, MGM Plus, I think it's on. I don't know. Smash that like button. You know, the most important thing is just to be yourself. When I feel like I can't be myself, that's when I need a hydration drink that'll pick me up. That's when I need cred. Ah. It's the coolest sports drink in the world. Cred is 100% sugar-free. Cred has electrolytes so you can ride your bike. And also, Cred has more vitamin A than your body could possibly ever use. I can't feel my face. Drink Cred or you're a piece of shit. Win! Drink Cred at your school today. Not intended for children. Smash that like button. Yes. I am constantly fighting with our son over getting energy drinks. I'm like, no. I, honestly, I would rather you do a line of Coke than drink a fucking energy drink. Whoa. It's better for you. It's a little bit off the deep end. That's <laughs> serious. No, 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 no. That's a little bit off the deep end. All right. Well, that's true. But Holy shit. Okay. Here we go. Here's another one for you. This is a, Is it like cred? This is interesting. No, it's about kale. Ooh. Just more conspiracy theories? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Up until 2013, Pizza Hut was the largest buyer of kale in the United States. And what did they use it for? They used it for garnish around the outside of the pizza bar. Up until 2013, nobody gave a about kale. And rightly so, because kale is bullshit, right? But somewhere around 2013, things shifted. Kale got a publicist and someone somehow convinced us that eating a bitter green full of isothiocyanates, which inhibit the absorption of iodine at the level of your thyroid, that's not really good for you at all, is good for you. We all got bamboozled. We all got hypnotized. We all got programmed. We all got convinced. We all got tricked into believing that kale is somehow good for us. Kale also accumulates heavy metals like thallium and cadmium, like many leaves do. I know you may be eating kale now, and that's fine, but if you have gut issues, if you have gas, if you have bloating, if you have constipation, if your heavy metals are high, or you don't feel good in general, try getting rid of kale. This is where it belongs, as garnish in the salad bar, not in your mouth. Up until 2013. It's true. Mm-hmm. The ducks love kale. I grow kale for them. 
birds don't eat things that are bad for them. That's really all I grow kale for is just the ducks. It is nasty. Don't fall for it. Just because it's green doesn't mean it's good. Oh. No, seriously. You know, I um on Freedom Gardens on Saturday, I played a, a Barbara O'Neill clip and she was talking about dandelions. And I was actually really glad to see that one in particular because we have all those ones out front mm -hmm. that look like dandelions, but they're not. They're yeah. skinny. Yeah. They're called cat's tails or cat's claws. Mm -hmm. They have no nutritional value whatsoever. They look like dandelions. But they they're nothing. They're just green. I mean, they have chlorophyll because they're green. But other than that, nothing. Nothing. Whereas so an actual, nothing eats them. An actual dandelion has tons of nutritional value. But the leaves are bitter. So you're best to eat the root. Anyway. All right. You make a tea out of the root. Anyway. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, go to that. Yeah, okay. Because this is gonna piss you all off. Absolutely. So remember, remember the other night I told you how hard it is to do anything in this country right now with guns. And remember how she said, well, they're not coming after your guns. You're right. They're not. But what they are doing is they're going after FFL license holders who have some parts here that um, I can either confirm or deny went down in the boat accident, out my pond, because that's where it's at. Yep. Unfortunately, absolutely. if I had that gun, but I don't. So it's gone. My bad. Um, I did report it appropriately and they said it went down with the ship so there's not much more i can do about Set that the gator gum but this is some bullshit and this is an infringement directly on our second amendment right mm -hmm. check this specialize like uh right now we have a contract with seal team six actually we make their uh like low visibility and seven rates yeah so were you uh, expecting us uh, well, it didn't surprise me when I saw a guy in a plague carrier showing up. So. <laughs> well, Got the Ultima OTBs on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're aware that just recently the ATF um, classified the FRTs, the the force sure. reset trigger, mm -hmm. um, as um, as uh, machine guns. Yeah. So we are aware that you may have purchased some of these FRTs. Okay, so now, that's incredible. And yeah. uh, we have incredible. to uh, pick them up. <laughs> you know, they're okay. illegal. So, so I won't um, be answering any questions today. Um, I don't have any comments on this subject. Uh, I won't be uh, giving you anything. Okay, so you... Um, are, are you refusing to give us the trigger? I'm not refusing anything. I won't be answering any questions. Okay. You did purchase FRTs. Again, you wouldn't be in trouble if you just give those up to us. Or... I don't disagree with you at all. I understand. I, I don't want to be here anymore than you want me sure. to be here. Sure. At the ATF claims that they they're making rules but there's no there's been no vote there's been no congressional hearing um, that says you have the law you don't make law point you have to make your decision on which side of the team you're on yeah so first of all before you get worked up in this Force reset trigger. What is a force reset trigger? First, force reset trigger is where you have to let go a little bit of pressure off the trigger to reset the gun. For instance, if you grab your trigger, I, I, I'll do a little show and tell. You grab my rifle, babe. I'll, I'll do a little show and tell. Okay. So, a force reset trigger 
gun's clear. When I pull the trigger, right, and I operate the weapon, right, like it's supposed to, it, you'll hear a click, right? Mm-hmm. Bang, right? Yep. If I go like that, because the gun operated, so the bolt would come back, and then it would recycle, it would grab around, it would push it into the chamber called chambering, and then it would lock as the locking mechanism turned over in the start chamber, locking the round into place. Notice I have not reset my trigger yet. A forced reset trigger means I only got to go back so far and you'll get the metallic. That's the resetting of the trigger. That is a forced reset trigger. Now, normal triggers, you got to go all the way back to the start place. A forced reset trigger means you don't have to go that far back. You, you Basically, it just means that it's you got to go just a little bit and you reset your trigger and you can just, it's barely, you're barely moving the trigger at all. All right. That's a forced reset trigger. Does that make it a machine gun? No, it doesn't even make it illegal. Does it make it semi-automatic? No, it is semi-automatic. The rifle is semi-automatic. Doesn't make it fully automatic. Gotcha. It will not do that. So it's not a machine gun. No, it's not like the guns that the dude was talking about that they drop off on the streets of Chicago. Correct. Those are very specifically, that's why he said Uzi. Yeah. Uzi only comes in one style. Uzi only comes in fully automatic. You can't get a semi-automatic Uzi. You can get a three-round burst Uzi. You can't get it in any other fashion, though. It's either three-round burst or fully automatic. There's no ifs, ands, or fucks about it. That's the way the Jews made them. They made it that way for a reason. Oh, anywho, my bad. I know it's okay. But um, yes, they are. That's, this is my point. They are coming. You're right. They're not coming for the guns. They're coming for the parts and they're going to make everything illegal. And if you've got it and it's on the books, you could be fucked because they could show up on your door and they can knock at your door and say, I want the parts back. And if you do have your class four FFL, the amount of paperwork that you've done to do just to get that alone is bad enough. Thank God I never opened a gun shop because they would no never shit. leave me alone. No shit. They'd be up in our bitch in our business all the fucking all time. the fucking time. Yeah, no. Asking for records, asking for this, asking for that. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, folks, this is where we've they, we've trimmed fat from the Constitution in the past. And this is bullshit. That's illegal. You cannot do that. That is a violation of your Second Amendment. That is a direct violation of your Second Amendment. Speaking of weapons, this was John Kirby. Before we get out of here, I have to play this because this is just so ridiculous. The gaslighting here is just unbelievable. We didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. What we did over the course of our 20 years in Afghanistan, of course, with congressional approval and consultations, was armed and helped equip the Afghan National Security Forces. Now, and as we have said time and time again, uh, that as the Taliban made advances, those Afghan National Security Forces, many of them decided not to fight, but yet to lay down their arms and leave. But the, the, the arms that you're talking about, and again, I can't verify these specific reports, belong to the Afghan National Security Forces. That what, what was that's what was left behind. Not that the United States just walked away and abandoned a bunch of weapons in a pile in Afghanistan. That's just not simply not historically accurate. 
No, 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 no. John, John, you fucking lying piece of shit. I've seen the videos. Wait, wait. I've seen the fucking, the runway and Bagram. Intense, I've stayed in before. Hey, we just played a video the other day of that kid that's getting charged, what, $3,000 for equipment that he, that was he told let to, to leave, leave behind. behind. Yep. That's okay. We bring the receipts. Fuck. We didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. In Afghanistan, you see American military equipment everywhere, from weapons to Humvees to aircraft all left behind. We're talking about billions of dollars worth of equipment. We didn't. Folks, they were dropping people out of Black Hawk helicopters. The Taliban was dropping people that fought with us out of Black Hawk helicopters flying over battle. Don't give me this. We didn't leave weapons behind. Again, trying to make you believe something that's just not fucking real at all. Never happened. What? You most certainly did. Just like this. No, bring that faggot back up. I want him to open his cock stuffer because look at this shit. This is another one. I'm trying to make you believe something that's just not real. It doesn't even exist. Now I want to zoom out and talk a little bit about the last three years, because I think it bears repeating that when President Biden took office about three years ago, the biggest concern at the time around the nation's airlines was whether they would be able to stay in business. And at the time, we were thinking about how many years or decades it would take for the U.S. aviation sector to recover. Instead, what happened was that the entire economy, including the aviation sector, recovered swiftly during the Biden economic recovery, which, of course, included demand coming back faster than most forecasters had thought possible. Now, the Biden economic recovery. I'm sorry, the what? Go back to the top of that. Let me read that real quick, what they wrote at the top, because what they wrote and it actually... <clears throat> Yeah, he's calling 14 percent of Americans say they're better off in the Biden economy. 14 mm percent, -hmm. just 14 percent. That means 86 percent say that they're fucked. But they're trying to play this 14 percent off like it's a success, a stunning success. When I got a 14 on my fucking report card, you know what my mother did? She kicked the fucking shit out of me. You got a 14 on your report card. I failed the test pretty bad. Apparently, I got 14 points for it. I think I wrote my name right. <laughs> Usually you get 20 points for that. Yeah, that's in high school. <laughs> and you only have 10 questions in middle school. They don't really give a shit about that. Oh, wow. I'm just saying this. How can anybody pass with four? How is 14 a passing grade? You know. Who believes? I want to know who believes this shit. I want you to point them out because I want them to come on this show. Explain to me how you believe Buttigieg, how you believe. I, I'm dead serious. The 14% are all federal workers. You're right. I want to know. No, that's that's way more. Think about it. 1% is about 100, what, 100 million people in this country. Yeah, but for the 14% that say they're better off now are all federal workers. There's no way the federal government. Well, maybe. Mm. Could be. There's possibilities, possibilities. Mm -hmm. 
I just can't believe that they would all vote for Biden. They didn't. Anyway, we have to get out of here. We do. Birthday dinner. All right. We're going to order Chinese food. Okay. Yeah. If he wants it. Yeah, because we'll get it from the, the Chinese Japanese place. They make sushi. Oh. He wanted me to make him squid or octopus for dinner. Yeah, no. I'm not kidding either. So we'll let the Chinese food down the place down the street. It's all fresh ingredients. They're pretty good. Fucking weirdo. Lots of uh, what MSG. You, you can't fix stupid. You really can't. You can numb it with a two by four, but you can't fix it. It's true. Oh. Either way, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. We'll yep. be back. Uh, she'll be back tomorrow morning at eight a.m. Uh, for the good book, and then nine oh five. The love of Liliana comes on on mm -hmm. the Pill .net and on Rumble, mm -hmm. or you can check out Vince over on uh, RedPills uh, .tv or um, I think it's even on Pill .net yep. on Red yep. Pill Red Pills for the TV morning coffee at for the morning coffee at eleven thirty, and we're back on at five forty five tomorrow night, six p.m. for the regular show, and uh, we'll see you then. Yeah. Till then, have a Great evening, if you can. And uh, we'll see you later for the Mick. And be Lynn. Peace. Thanks for watching.
walk around and find 